0: Brackets are busting as we whittle down to the Elite Eight. Spring training is coming to an end. Find out which Chicago baseball team suffered a big loss. And the NHL is in the final stretch of the season. Is there really a 17-game NFL season?
1: Have a beer and hit the couch, sports fans. Sports, 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 sports. It's time for another episode of Monday Morning Couch Potatoes. Uh oh. Sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. Bring it in your face sports talk from Chicago, Dallas, Las Vegas, and beyond. And go Bears! Ah! And listen in to find out who'll get run over by this week's Smackwagon. Uh-huh. All that and more, coming at you on this week's episode of Monday Morning Couch Potatoes. Here are your hosts, Ron L.V. Wrights and Timothy T. Dog
0: Wiltberger. Hey, Potato Heads. How have you been? We've missed you for this whole week. I know the T. Dog has too, haven't you, T? Oh, yeah. But
1: now I'm a little thirsty.
0: Ah, good call, good call, good call Nice cold, nice cold Go ahead and crack open mine as well Perfect go. So, a lot of things happening We've got March Madness Which last week we said it was maddening There's Spring training stuff coming to an end, which is great as I alluded there was a big loss with a Chicago baseball team. The NHL we're going to talk a little bit more about the Golden Knights and the Chicago Blackhawks and the Dallas Stars. Because that's the three regions we talk about. Right T-Dog? And then yeah, really the right. NFL, really? We have NFL talk. That's a well, shocker. We always like
1: talking about the NFL.
0: That's a shocker. We always like talking we're, about the NFL.
1: May, yeah, I mean, we're going to talk about the NFL. I mean, you mentioned the possible seventeen-game season, and uh, hell, we'll even maybe even talk a little bit, a little bit more
0: about the Bears too. Wow, a little bit more about the Bears. Mm-hmm. Thought we were yeah, all little talked little, out about the Bears. A
1: little, little bit more, a little bit more quarterback news, possibly by the Bears. Believe it or not, but we'll
0: get yeah. to that later. I, I don't believe it. All right, so let's talk about brackets of Boston. How's your bracket in today's in the um, March madness. Monday morning couch potatoes yeah. has a bracket on ESPN uh what is it called the tournament bracket. Tournament I actually yeah. I actually looked at it this morning. I was out go- I decided to go out golfing to- today uh as my so son yeah as my son was having his tournament in his hockey tournament the CAN AM tournament that was hosted here um hosted here in Las Vegas actually in Henderson at the new lifeguard arena out in Henderson which is the uh practice facility of the Las Vegas Silver Knights is beautiful beautiful arena absolutely beautiful and uh I got out at the out at the links played a little uh Golf with the uh, Kev dog, who's actually in our Monday morning couch potatoes tournament bracket. He's uh, holding up at the time. Now I have not looked right now, but at the time he was dead last. He then was one ahead of dead last, then the T dog, then him again, and then a few more. And then well, I was now, actually in
1: first. Now I'm in. Now I'm in third.
0: Oh, that's
1: you is number one then Steve and then I moved up to third I I think part of the Tied I think for third the thing is, is that I had I only have three out of the elite eight I only have three wins but all three of those are teams I have in the final four like I still have Michigan Houston and Gonzaga ah nice uh, but my my fourth was Ohio State so that that has I, I made up some points in the sweet 16. Um, Steve lost some points there. It uh, looks like Kevin did as well. You made 200 points in the Sweet 16, at least according to this scoring, however this is scored out. Today. Oh, yeah?
0: So what, what do they have me at? First place? That's what uh, I thought. Yep.
1: You yes, yeah, so you're at the top there, mm. Jagabuffin.
0: That's great. And what about this Jaybird? Hey, if uh, you're Jaybird out there and want to get a shout-out of your real name or how you're feeling of competing against the Monday Morning Couch Potato Potato head people, hit us up.
1: Yeah, there's two. There's two Jaybirds in there. Jaybird forty four. Um, and then I don't know if it's just, if he did, just did two or maybe his... he probably his, did two. Well, he or she. I don't even, you know. I don't know. I don't know know who it is. Yeah, Jaybird could be a girl or unless a woman. it's Jay, Unless it's Jay. Uh, Jason
0: Baboonscock it could be him. I don't I think so. I thought you before. reached out to him. Yeah, but
1: then the idiot called back, texted me back, and said, "Oh, you know what? Actually, I did do a bracket. I forgot." Oh, <laughs> really? Really?
0: Okay. Seriously? Should <laughs> run his ass over.
1: All right. So, but yeah, I mean, it's. Um, I mean, right now, it, it has not been. It is. That's been. There's been some uh, really big upsets. Obviously, Oral Roberts almost pulled it off against Arkansas. That Jeez. would have been something to see a 15 seed find their way into the. Uh, into the Elite Eight. But um wasn't happening there against Arkansas. And then you got UCLA. UCLA made it. They beat Alabama went Ugh, to overtime.
0: Did they really?
1: Dang it. Yeah. It's... I saw the highlights of that one. That was a pretty that was a pretty exciting game there at the end. Um and then you got Oregon State, which which Oregon State, man, that one right there. I mean, this is a team, Ron, that barely I mean, in the in the Pac twelve tournament. They were losing to UCLA like something like by twenty points, and they came back and they and they won that game. I think it went into overtime. Um,
0: was that they, in a regular they, season? Yeah,
1: Had it pass. was the Pac-12 championship. Yeah, or the Pac-12 tournament. And they, I know they beat um, Colorado. I think in the championship game, um, and that was because Colorado, which I believe is one of the the best, the number one free throw shooting teams. Not just this year, ever. Oh, really? Like, they're just one of the best teams ever. And they they were throwing bricks up, up in that game and allowed uh, Oregon State to to pull off and win the Pac-12 championship. So that's how they got in. I mean, they barely got in. Yeah. You know, they really had to kind of – they if if they didn't win the Pac-12 tournament, they wouldn't even be in the NCAA tournament. That That's how – that's what it's all about. I mean, that's what it's all about right there. Well, so, it looks like
0: they are going back and forth right now. Oregon is losing 64, 70, sixty four seventy six to USC, so we'll see yeah. how that goes. I was wow. talking about Oregon State, though. Oh, you were talking Not about Oregon State. State. Oh, gotcha. Yes, Oregon State. My yes, bad. Yes, yes, yes. My bad. <laughs> so
1: yeah, you've got you've got Oregon State playing my champion, Houston, um, and then you've got Michigan, UCLA. So you got a twelve and an eleven going up against a one and a one and a dose there. And then Baylor, Arkansas. Which Baylor? I don't even, you know. After watching Baylor play, I don't know how. You know, I don't know why I picked against these guys. I actually picked Villanova to beat Baylor, but that is a good basketball team. I mean that that team is stacked. They are loaded. So Baylor, yeah. I think, yeah. I think that. I think that um, presumably, if it is a Gonzaga Baylor matchup, uh, or no,
0: yeah, potentially,
1: yeah, Yeah. in, in the final, which is what I picked. Um,
0: is it? Because I'm, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I uh-huh. picked Houston. I'm you sorry. P- you it's picked what, Houston. It's yeah. what
1: um, I picked. Uh, it's what Jaybird picked. I picked two. Uh, you picked Baylor Gonzaga as well.
0: Yeah, I yeah. did.
1: If that that is going to be that's going to be a big game because Gonzaga Gonzaga same thing. I mean those guys are stacked. Uh, there's a there's obviously a good reason why they're, they're undefeated. Um, so I think it's going to be the, If it comes down to that, that's going to be a fun championship to watch.
0: Oh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm look. I'm really looking forward to it. Not really, are you but, really? I, but are I'm are looking you really? forward to it. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, in Gonzaga, so they're they're your champ, right?
0: Yeah, I yep, have that's them. who you yep. picked was yep. Gonzaga. Yep. Yeah,
1: I mean, I mean, it's got, a team to beat, dude. That's. I think we said last, you know, last time out that you know that's probably the best team that that they've had in at Gonzaga, and they've had some pretty good teams there, uh, and they they wiped the floor with Creighton. I mean, they, you know, they, they pulled away in the second half. I mean, Creighton was. Hanging in there in the first half, but um, Timmy, <laughs> Timmy he's really lightened up. Yeah, he's another twenty-two points for him, and he was just hitting everything. I mean, I don't think he missed but three or four shots. Um, so they'll they'll play the winner of the USC Oregon game going on right now, and uh, that well, then we'll see. But yeah, it's gonna, that Gonzaga Baylor. Those are going to be two teams that are going to be tough to be here down the stretch.
0: Yeah, I'm looking. I really am looking forward to the final, of course. Mm -hmm. I I don't care who gets, I really don't care. I have no, I have no skin in the game, man. Whoever wins wins. Great for them. Good for them. But, uh, I wouldn't mind watching the game. I think it'd be kind of fun. There you go. So MLB is, uh, wrapping up their spring training. Um, looks like we got three days, 13 hours and 16 minutes and 30 seconds until opening day. It's got to be exciting. I think most stadiums are going to be allowing some fans to go to the game, so that'd be nice. Uh, well, Kevin
1: l- is super stoked. He actually he he was just telling me he's <clears throat> um, he's bummed because the games he's got the MLB package, so he watch uh, the Dodgers. Yeah, and um, their first game, the first game is on ESPN, so it's going to be blacked out. <laughs> so oh, he's, and he doesn't have cable. You know, he doesn't have cable or anything or
0: whatever. Yeah, it looks like so, he's like, coming so. to your house.
1: Yeah, probably. There you
0: go. So, right.
1: You mentioned mentioned some bad news,
0: right? Yep, yep. There's some bad, bad news. So, let me get to that right now. So, the White Sox outfielder Eloy Jimenez yesterday, well, which would have been a couple days ago, suffered a ruptured left pectoral tendon. The injury will require surgery and the expected recovery period is 5 to 6 months. Hmm.
1: That's
0: a that's a big hit. That's a
1: big that's a big loss.
0: That's a big hit to a pretty stacked I think it's pretty stacked team. I think uh If
1: you if you go from if you go position to position, I'm with you.
0: I mean, I know
1: you got um uh well you got the rookie is it, where Andrew Vaughn, where is he playing? Cuz he's he's going to make the team, right? Andrew Vaughn, yeah, I don't know. Okay, well, Madrigal, Madrigal or Medrigal, however you say his name, um, I know he's a rookie, but I think that Andrew Vaughn is also going to be playing. He's a, he's a good good player as oh, well. Oh yeah, but, he is. I mean, Imano Iman uh, was he was poised. I mean, this is this was probably going to be a big year for him. I mean, that guy he's got tons of power. Yeah, right. He can hit for average. They're gonna. They would have stuck him in the middle of that lineup, so he was going to be driving in runs. They were. They were looking for him to be in. You know, that forty to fifty home run range guy, right?
0: Yeah. And
1: uh, that's a that's that's a big loss right in the middle of that lineup for that team.
0: No, that's that's it's pretty significant. We're we're and I you know, Vaughn was a uh, Vaughn's a first baseman, so I don't know if he's going to be plugged in there or not. Um, I know his, he in 2020 he had uh, sixteen games and he was hitting uh 259 uh, with one home run so i th- you know he's an up and coming yeah,
1: I, I thought I read something yeah I thought I read something that said he was going to make the team um
0: and he very well could he is the uh he was the 2019 uh first round third pick overall yeah. out of uh California. College, but what? Are they,
1: I mean, what are they gonna do? I mean, they they you got what Luis Robert, and then you got Adam Eaton, and then what? You got nothing as far as, as far as the outfield goes. So I don't know. This is that's a tough one, man.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be tough. But you know what? They're gonna. I mean, the division they play, they're playing in. They should, you know, they should be able to. They should be able to muster up some stuff. Um, let's see, the depth charts for the outfield right now. Let's see what we got here. That's bullpen. We don't care about that. We care about uh, left field. So Eloy, so we got Adam Engel, Uh Centers, Luis Roberts. And then, of course, Eaton. Or uh, Leroy Garcia. Mm. So, and looks like uh, they're going to put Andrew Vaughn possibly as a D.H., uh, along with Jose Abre- Breu, and uh, yeah, Va- Vaughn Grundahl. can play a
1: little third base too. I believe they really they're really high on that kid. So, I mean, I know Larus is usually not a rookie. You know, he's not a guy that typically favors rookies, but yeah, there's a lot of young talent on that team. But so that's definitely they're, a yeah,
0: for sure, dude. For, well, I mean, right now they got Jose Breu as your first baseman. Uh, Vaughn could be the backup first baseman as well. Second baseman, you got uh, Mandergal. You got Garcia, or you got uh, Mendick, Danny Mendick. And then a third base, you got yoan Monchada. Monchada. There you go. I was waiting for you to correct me. Yeah.
1: It's not and then Moncada. of
0: course, shortstop is Tim Anderson, which I'm <laughs> oh. I'm actually looking forward to Tim Anderson and his, you know, his mouth, Timmy. Timmy. Talking to the old man, see how see how that plays off. But yeah, uh, left field's going to be a little uh, little thin out there. Because really, I mean, for the White Sox, uh, left field, center field is a little thin, anyways. There's only really one player playing each, each position with Adam Engel that they have designated in all three. That can play all three positions. So yeah. it's not like they have a you know a lot of depth there. So you're right, but. You know well, what they, we're gonna we're gonna see how that uh, plays out.
1: Yeah. So Albert Alzolay is their fifth starter. Oh, and um, okay, that's yeah, and I know that. Yeah, he's it's going to be interesting. You know, I mean, I know that that was the biggest. That was one of the big questions. Uh, um, that you know what the Cubs were going to do with that. Um, and he's you know he's made he has made a few starts here and there. I think he's he's got only you know a handful of of major league starts, but um. You know they, they they gave him the nod, so he will be um, he will be the Cubs' fifth starter, and uh, we'll see how that goes for Chicago. They did though; they did option. Uh, this was a surprise for me. They did option Nico Horner. Um. Okay. Back back to the minors.
0: Oh, they did. Um. Wow. Yeah. He was having a good and, spring training too.
1: Yeah, and it, it it makes me wonder: is this you know? Chris Bryant 2.0, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not t- saying he's as good as Chris Bryant, but it, they're doing it, I think, for the service time stuff. Um, but I don't know if that's necessarily the case. I don't I don't know why he, you know, the Cubs are still high on Bodie, and, you know, I, I like David Bodie, but I'm not a huge fan. So I'm just, I just don't understand. It really doesn't make much sense to me. You know, I had said at the beginning that, Horner probably should be the Cubs starting second baseman in um, 2021 but apparently the Cubs don't see it that way. That's not the case.
0: Do they put him down is it for cap space? AAA. I know, is it for cap space? No, there or... is no
1: there is no cap. There's no cap in baseball. No, it's it's for service time. I mean, if it's like what they did to Chris Bryant um even though he should have made the team in 2015 directly out of spring training, they held him back into AAA for like three weeks. That uh-huh. gave them an extra year of control. It's basically a loophole that they have in the in the system where that gave the Cubs an extra year of arbitration control. And, of course, you know, they um, filed a grievance. The Players Association filed a grievance because they thought that was a crock of shit what the Cubs were doing. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, and that's part of the reason that, you know, people were like, okay, is Chris Bryant even going to want to resign here? Is there bad blood? And of course, at the time, he said the right things. That's just business. This is the business side of things. Um, but yeah, I mean, so that's, that's, and I mean, you're right. Horner was hitting shit. He was hitting close to 400 for a while there. Yeah. He was probably, was you know, dropped back a little bit. But, um, you know, and he's, it's not like he's, you know, in the time he's spent in the major leagues, he's been tearing it up. Uh, but he did have, you know, some really he's a great defensive player, you know, I mean, he really has a good glove over there. So, um, but I don't know. We'll see. I mean, the the funny thing about it is, you know, I I don't, I wouldn't see it as being a service time issue simply because Horner's not on the level of some of these other guys, but I'm not quite, I have not been able to find anything that would explain why he didn't make the opening day roster. If they're that big on Bodie and that big on Vargas and big on um, I forgot who the third guy is that they're going to be playing over at second. Okay, I guess you know you're the guys are the ones evaluating the talent, but yeah. I was shocked to see him miss
0: out. Yeah, me too. He's a good kid. I knew him when he was wee high. <laughs> like you knew him. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, um, jumping back to the White Sox, they they have an opener on the road against the Angels, and I believe I'm hoping I don't know if California is allowing fans yet to any of those games which it's all if you've ever been to Angel Stadium it was a beautiful stadium and it's it's all highly it's so wide open the seating everything is out in the you know open fresh air blowing through it'd be kind of disappointing if you can't go to the game do you know uh what the cubs uh opener is uh, they're playing i i do well i was just
1: going to um i just i was just going to tell you that i believe um california did announce um, that they will be allowing uh, fans at the games.
0: Well oh, good. They I'm sure should.
1: it's gonna be um, you know I'm sure it's gonna be uh, limited, right? I mean they're probably gonna have it at a percentage of the capacity. Um, but I don't know I don't know which one it is. Um and so what, whatever call it 25%, 50% or whatever it is, but at least they are gonna have fans there.
0: That's so that's good.
1: good to see. That's that's exciting. Um, you know, we want to kind of get back to normal. Yeah, we want to be safe and all that as well. But you want to kind of get things back to normal. You know what I mean?
0: Oh yeah. So so Cubs today uh, played a preseason, obviously a spring training game, lost twelve to eight to the Rangers. But you know it was a good game, a lot of hits. Texas uh, got six runs on the Cubbies in the second inning, which I'm curious to know. Even Horner, you know, Horner, at, you're right, uh, was hitting is hitting three fifty seven. Yeah, he was in the I game today. A... He struck mm-hmm. out twice and left one man on base. Maybe that's the reason why they they nixed him back down.
1: Yeah, the Cubs actually open at home uh, against the Pirates uh, this Thursday. So gonna right smack dab in the middle of the day. I think it's probably a one hundred and twenty game. So Steve will be here, still be here. So I'm sure we'll find somewhere to go watch the game. I'll take a half day. <laughs> half day off yeah, work,
0: right? So. No, it should be a good. It should be a really good game. I'm looking forward to it
1: baseball is here
0: baseball's here folks we'll be talking a little bit more about those teams unfortunately uh now we need to we need to say that we will be talking a little bit about dallas or texas teams once baseball starts we'll we'll try to dig in a little bit more i'll have to dig in a little bit more too because i don't have i don't have a mlb team there was talk about the there was talks in a couple of things there was Henderson was talking to Arizona for possibly building a stadium out in Henderson and bringing the Arizona diamondbacks to the city of Henderson of, in hmm. La, you know, outside of Las Vegas. And then there was also talk about the Oakland uh, athletics coming to Las Vegas as well. I mean, that stuff still might be out there, you know, that, that might be a possibility down the line. Um, I don't know how well it's gonna play out. I mean the the Las Vegas um, Golden Knights really really have a unique situation. It's a brand new team. You know it it it, it didn't get transplanted here. Um, I couldn't really tell you if any of the um, couldn't really tell you if any of the um, Oakland Raiders now Las Vegas Raiders is going to be a really good following or not out here. I mean, there is a lot of Oakland or of Las Vegas Raider fans here in Las Vegas, obviously. Mm -hmm. uh, Oakland's always had a big fan base. The Raiders have always had a big fan base. So it will be interesting to see uh, if once the the people are able to go back uh, to football, um how that team and how that excitement is going to be here in Las Vegas, but I'll have to follow a little bit more uh, Texas baseball because you got Houston out there, you got the Texans. Yeah,
1: Ra- well, the Texas Rangers are the Dallas team. They're in. They're, they play in Arlington. Okay, which is uh, not too far from Dallas. So that's you know we'll talk some Rangers. Um, but yeah, you know you mentioned the Las Vegas the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh. That's who the Bears will play with this 17 game schedule.
0: All right,
1: we can we can kind of jump right in on that real quick. So I believe they're approving a 17. They are going to approve the 17 game NFL schedule. Okay, you know how they're going to do it. You know how they're you know because they play obviously they they, the way they have things set up now works pretty smooth, right? You've got you play your uh, division foes twice. That's six games. You play rotating schedule against um you know you play one other division in the NFC you play those four teams and then you play the same place team in the other two you know so that makes up another six games and then you play the other four against a uh, AFC uh division right okay so what they did is they said okay the AFC is going to host every 17th you know for the 17th game it's going to be NFC against AFC and so that so no NFC team or AFC team in the same season will have an advantage of having more home games. They'll do it by league. So that game will either all the AFC will host, which will be this first one, and then the following year it'll be the NFC that hosts. And so that way they keep it fair. So you can't have an NFC team unfairly getting more home games than one of their one of their uh, foes in the NFC or the you know AFC for that matter um i know it's it's really clear clear as mud right but um the bears will end up playing at the raiders
0: yeah that's going to be boom
1: so they better allow fans cuz we're freaking going
0: yeah we're definitely going as a matter of fact
1: know, you know we want to go see Andy Dalton light up the raiders defense
0: <laughs> right
1: so I don't know what, you know, what the hell that's all about. It's not and it's, you know, there's some there's some awesome games that are going to be. The Packers will be at the Chiefs, which, you know, I kind of like that cuz that totally screwed the Packers. They got to go and play, you know, the Red Hot Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Um but there's going to be some other good games. Seahawks at the Steelers, that that comes out of this. Rams at the Ravens, you know, how Matthew Stafford going over there to play uh Baltimore um Cardinals against the presumably upstart Browns, you know, the much you know, much better. The Browns going to be this year. Um, and I think there was another one that looked good. Um, what the hell? Which one was it? Uh, oh, I don't know. I don't remember which one of the other ones I was, sure. was, I was looking at. But but anyway, so there's going to be some big games. Not everybody's a fan of this, right? I mean, there's, there's some players. You already had some players speaking out. I know Alvin Kamara of New Orleans came out and said, this shit is dumb as hell.
0: <laughs> um this is dumb.
1: Yeah. I mean he literally he literally tweeted shit dumb as hell <laughs> as you know for this. Uh I know that uh former Bear Safety now with the Packers, Adrian Amos came out and and said some stuff. Um he wasn't very excited about it. Darius Slay uh, you know said some shit. So the fan there's fans or there's players out there that aren't really um you know a big fan of, of having this extra game. And, you know, some of them are citing the injury piece of it, you know, saying, you know, they got to figure out a way to help players stay healthy during a 17 game season. It just, to me, I mean, that seems a little bit ticky tack as far as, I mean, you guys are going balls out one more additional game. You're going to be having one less preseason game, um, you know, cause they don't want the season to be, too long.
0: Yeah, I mean, maybe... You know, for them, it, it very well could be their the game checks, right? So now that's one more game check, which they're going to s- spread out their money one more week. Mm-hmm. So maybe they don't get their that weekly... What they're used to getting weekly is now going to be a little bit less and take a little bit more, you know, one more week longer to get. Now, yeah. keep in mind, these guys are making... I'm not sure what the the league minimum is, but I'm sure it's more than a hundred and fifty thousand dollars.
1: Oh yeah, it's probably. I bet you it's in the five to seven hundred thousand range. Yeah, probably. So
0: for the worst player in the NFL, uh, you know, I'm pretty sure he's probably going to be pretty excited to play. Or at least the last, not so, let's let's say the worst. Let's say the last player in the NF that can get in and on a team. I'm sure he's not going to be complaining too much about if he's got to play one more extra week and you know get one more week of pay. And I mean, they make really good money, so mm-hmm. um, I you know, I don't know how that makes me feel about these players. You know, just kind of, you know, well, you know, <laughs> we can get hurt. You're going to get get hurt regardless. You're gonna get yeah, that's, hurt. That's
1: what I mean. That's what I mean. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Like making a big deal about it. Well, I'll do something about the injuries. What are you talking about? I mean, it just doesn't make any sense to me. You're you're playing. You're gonna play an extra game. I mean, I, I just that. I don't know. I don't. I think it's dumb.
0: Yeah, you know? for, for and I personally,
1: I, I like I like the the twist of how they're doing it too. You know, as far as getting that extra game in there. Well, they need to do something it this year. We'll see what happens.
0: Well, they need to do something right. The NFL is going to start to get fans back. They need to generate more income. They need to generate more money. They need to have more TV time. I mean, the NFL is quite short for a sports season, right?
1: Well, they've done. Well, yeah, of course, but they've done it. um, You know, yeah, there's a lot of it has to do, obviously, with the money. But they've done so much in, you know, the last decade when it comes to safety. I mean, it's been set on the forefront, the, the types of helmets that they use, the, the type of expectations they have, you know, during practices and things like that. Um, so I think that they there's probably that's where the NFL was putting some of their, the weight behind having this extra schedule going, look, the game's getting safer, things like that. There, I mean, you pretty much can't even sneeze on the quarterback without getting a penalty. So, I mean, there's all those types of things, yeah, that are out there that are, you know, making the game safer. Sure. And hell, yeah, why not have an extra? This is people getting through the turnstiles again, presuming we get back to some normalcy and they're gonna be making extra money, man.
0: Yeah, they, they need to because uh, those
1: preseason games, yeah, they were making money in the preseason game selling tickets,
0: but if people weren't actually going. And concessions and all that. Yeah. It's a lot of money there. But uh, you said there was a slight, maybe a slight twist with the the Chicago Bears quarterback. Because right now, um, we know who we have as the quarterback. Um, I think this sums it up right here.
1: No, God! No, God, please, no! 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 No!
0: So, <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. I, you know what? I, I'll tell you what. And I I've saw, I a, think,
0: I think I know where you're going with this. Cause I think I saw it like on a pop-up somewhere and I'm like, are they really still trying to entertain this? They're really trying to push this through, but go ahead. Let me hear what you got to say.
1: Well, no, I'm probably that's probably not going to be the same thing that you're thinking of what there's obviously there's been a change in the landscape here. The question was kind of coming around, okay, are the Bears going to turn to the draft? Are they going to turn to the draft and try to make a significant move to get one of these guys up at the top of the, you know, we all know who's going number one, but what a, you know, trying to get up there and, and compete for maybe a Zach Wilson or, you know, one of those guys that are going to go up there at the top. Um, but you had two pretty big trades that went down um, of teams kind of jumping up there for a potential quarterback pick one of them was the 49ers that's who moved up to what yeah, third so they
0: they go to third uh, yeah
1: they moved up yeah. yeah they jumped up to the number 3 pick uh who they got from the dolphins who the dolphins are making some interesting moves um you know they definitely got a really big haul for that for the 49ers to move up uh they got the number 12 pick they got a third round pick this year and they also got the 49ers first round picks for the next two seasons after this one Really, so three first round, yeah, so essentially two first round picks and a third to swap from three to twelve. Well, but then they turned around and traded back up to six <laughs> with the Eagles. They gave them the twelfth and one of their twenty twenty two first round picks over the eagles to jump back up to number six. Um, mm. so you know they they could potentially be in the market for getting an offensive weapon, maybe like a devonte. Um, uh, what the hell's his name? Devonte, not Devonte Adams. Um, the guy from uh, Alabama. Whatever. You know they're going to jump up, probably get some offensive help for um double T, the quarterback they got Taglio Vulia or whatever the hell his name is. Yeah. Um, and so big trade there. Um, and then somebody who the hell else moved? Not Detroit. Um, was it the
0: um? God, who the hell? Somebody. Well, we know th- somebody else. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say you said that the Dolphins traded back to number six, Eagles yeah. get two well, I mean, first.
1: Yeah, so it's just it, it's just the opportunity for the Bears like they'd almost have to leapfrog the Forty ers into number two. They'd have to do something with the second overall pick, and that's just you know this is not going to happen, right? So they may need to do something like you know like a Plan B. Or C or D, whatever you want to call it now, and apparently, and I think I had mentioned this to you that they're looking at um, possibly, maybe a guy like um, Davis Mills, okay, uh, who who plays for uh, I think he plays for Stanford, um, but anyway, he is one of those quarterbacks. That uh, very high out of uh, high school, and you know, it's just he's got such a big future, and so on and so forth. He's only played eleven games. Yeah. So the Bears, the Bears did that with Trubisky. He only played thirteen games. Mills has only played eleven college games, and the Bears could potentially be looking at him as a day two pick. It makes me think. Okay, here we go
0: again. I don't.
1: I uh, here we here we freaking go again, right? So, I don't know. It's gonna. It, it's just what i'm seeing with the with the with the bears is um this may just not be their year andy dalton and now that i've had a week to kind of noodle on this and kind of think about it mm-hmm. um the bears certainly could have done worse than andy dalton right they certainly can as a matter of fact i was talking to one of our potato heads about it steve and he said you never know he could be come out and have a second coming of uh, like kurt orner did with the cardinals you know, come out and just you know
0: he's he's light really it up. yeah he's really so, trying knows? yeah
1: really stretched there but whatever it's well why so didn't he have the stuff. second
0: coming as the backup to Dallas
1: Mike McCarthy there that's I'm gonna blame it on the coach I think he sucks
0: well I could tell you this when uh, when Dak Prescott's contract got signed the new one Mike McCarthy was in Florida guess what he was doing and he fishing got, no he was doing cartwheels on the beach in excitement oh god yeah really yeah really why do you why do you even why the hell do you even know that cuz did that actually make the news <laughs> it made some news the cowboys finally worked out a long-term deal with quarterback Dak Prescott to the greatest delight of Cowboys coach Mike McCarthy. I was actually in Florida when the deal was finally completed, Mike McCarth- McCarthy reported. It's a lot easier to do cartwheels on the sand. I'll say that. I was obviously very excited. He is definitely a keystone of moving forward as a football team and was very excited about it. So he's feeling pretty good about that uh, Dak Prescott, but the question is remains for, for Dallas. You know, uh is he gonna be the same guy? Is he gonna is it gonna take him a couple games to get back into, you know, full contact and not worrying about that ankle and uh I don't know. We'll have to see. And can mm-hmm. Mike McCarthy he doesn't have once again, is it really the is it really the head coach or is it really the quarterback that really makes that team tick? And we can see it with Green Bay that you flip out the head coach and guess what? They're still winning titles. You know, they're still winning their division. You can see it with Tom Brady. He jumps out of the Patriots. He actually wins the Super Bowl. Uh, you can't see it with Cam Newton, unfortunately. He's not a good quarterback. Um, Derek Carr hit and miss. You know, everyone was pretty hyped on Gruden coming to Las Vegas. I don't think they've made the playoffs yet. Chucky, good old Chuck. So, you know, is the swap for Los Angeles and Detroit going to be a big thing? Is it going to be, you know, key in on the head coach? Everybody wants a young head coach. Or once again, is it, the, is it the team? Is it the general manager? Is it the team that that puts together this team that actually... And quarterback. I mean, think about the last few quarterbacks that won the Super Bowl. Pretty good quarterbacks. A few times that you, you could throw in there. And defense. Good defense as well. But pretty good quarterbacks. There's a few times mm-hmm. you could sprinkle in some defense that won Super Bowls. But other than that... It's the Montana's, Well, they, uh, well the, you know, yeah, it's the Elway's. It's the Patrick Mahomes. It's the Tom Brady's. It's the Drew Brees. It's really good quarterbacks out there.
1: Well, and that golf, the Jared Goff, Sean McVay, you know, they were, they had some problems out there. They did not get along. And that's really starting That start. That shit is starting to ooze out into the media. Um, you know, cause for years they were saying the right things, but apparently Sean McVay yells at Jared Goff and, and he hurts his feelings and doesn't like that too
0: much. He gone. Well, do you yeah. th- well, I mean, I think I think Stafford is going to, he's not going to put up with any bullshit. Well, we'll see. We'll
1: see. I mean, I,
0: it, I'm i not saying he's going to be any better. turning
1: the ball over a lot. So guess what? You turn the ball over, you're going to get freaking yelled at.
0: Yeah. You're, <laughs>
1: That's, I mean,
0: so there you go. I mean, there was high expectations for L.A. to win a Super Bowl in the last 3 years. Yeah. And they just didn't get there. So it's going to be interesting. I can't wait to report more on the NFL, but let's just dive right in to the NHL. Your favorite sport there, T-Dog?
1: Well, we can't. I mean, the Blackhawks, I don't even know if I want to talk about the Blackhawks. What the hell is they're on they're in some trouble, man. They lost again tonight. They did to the Preds. Yeah, yeah they did. And, and now now I think they're they're tied in the in the division. I mean, the Predators are actually red hot right now. I think they've won four or five in a row.
0: They've won five um, in a row. Predators exactly. have won five in a row. Chicago is now in fifth place. They're they're they have the same points and they played the same amount of games, but Nashville holds the tiebreaker. Hmm. So right now, Blackhawks are currently outside looking in. There's about what twenty games left. Twenty to twenty, they play the thirty second. So it's about twenty four games left. It's uh, not looking good, man. They no. they, they really have to. We're not good. Yeah, they well defensively. Alex DeBrinket came today, scored two amazing goals, but once again What's with enough? about eleven minutes left, man, too bad. Gave up that goal by Yosi, and the Blackhawks. They tried. They tried. They tried to tie that game. Up. Every point counts, man. Every point counts. Mm-hmm. And really, you know, <clears throat> let's be honest. If you're looking at the the central, and if the playoffs were to happen today, and Chicago was in it, top four are in it. They're not. They're not beating any one of the top three because they can't. And they've proved it over and over and over again. Chicago definitely cannot beat the top three in their division. No way. I would be shocked. Now, there again, Chicago did beat Edmonton last year. Probably didn't think Edmonton. I, we, I'm pretty sure nobody picked Chicago to beat Edmonton. Unless you're from Chicago and a guy named John Mandela. Maybe he picked them. To beat Edmonton, but I don't think so, honestly. So what? Uh, one versus four? I think that's how I think that's how the playoffs are going to be. Whittle it down. So then, then you're playing um, East versus Central, and then North versus West, and then those two teams play each other for the Stanley. You know, then you whittle down to right side and left side. Right. I mean, uh, bottom line is what I'm getting at is it could be anybody in the Stanley Cup final. Right. It could be two central teams. We'll
1: see if the Blackhawks can figure it out and turn some shit around here before to close the season out. But they're certainly not uh, having as much fun as, like, you know, Vegas is right now. I mean, Dallas is struggling. They're just trying to get caught up.
0: Dallas, yeah. Dallas is really struggling. No, I mean, Chicago, they did get uh, Kirby Dash back. It's nice to see that kid back out there. He had a broken wrist from, he was in, uh, I think, a preseason game for the junior world hockey, broke his wrist. He's rehabbed from that. He is back. Hmm. I'd like to see some defensive player come back. I mean, could Chicago get somebody in the free agency or for a trade? Maybe. I mean, I think the
1: trade deadline's passed, isn't it?
0: Has it? It could have. I don't think so. I thought
1: it did. No?
0: Oh, I thought it did. Yeah, I'll have to look into that. But oh, well. nevertheless Yeah, I'm trying to I'm gonna look into that right now because I wanna know. Um but nevertheless, Chicago, um man. I I feel I feel sad for the Chicago fans out there. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I see it. I see it all over Facebook and everything else. People are just bitching up a storm and scratching their heads and flipping the TV off and going, "What the hell is going on with the Hawks?"
0: Yeah. So the uh, the NHL trade deadline falls on April twelfth.
1: Oh, hey, hey, that's my,
0: that's my birthday, baby. Okay, you're welcome. So no, it hasn't passed. Just like you. Okay. <laughs> wow. Okay.
1: Yeah, I got another birthday, hopefully. Hopefully, I can make it to my next one. So, I mean, Chicago
0: go. could. I mean, there's already been some trades. Like um, the Eric Stahl was traded to the Canadians. He was on Buffalo. Man, Buffalo. Wow. We don't talk much about the East. But I saw a a article about a week and a half ago, maybe two weeks ago. And it was from the it was uh, a newspaper in Buffalo has placed the Seattle Kraken ahead of the Sabers in their power rankings. Oh yeah! <laughs> so you've got power rankings. So we'll do the lat the bottom three. You've got Detroit Red Wings who actually won two games, I believe, against Dallas recently. They actually had a couple wins, but. Uh, Detroit Red Wings had strong showings versus Bolts with win and overtime loss at 30. At 31, Seattle Kraken, Bettman hoping opening night in October will be in front of a full house. And then the 32nd team, power rankings, Buffalo Sabres, Sabres a circus act that deserves to be below a yet-to-start expansion team. Because the bottom line is
1: that's, that's harsh, dude. That is
0: harsh. <laughs> it's harsh, but the you know when you're when you're looking at the standings for this team, you're looking at Buffalo six and twenty three. They can't even get out of their own way. They've got players like Taylor Hall, uh, Jack Eichel. They got really good players, man. But they don't want to. Pl- they just don't want to play as a team. I mean, they're minus fifty in point in scoring differential. They have sixty-eight goals for, and they've given up one hundred and eighteen. Man, we had the we had the blind meme for Ottawa. Buffalo should have their own blind meme mm-hmm. because Ottawa, I think, was. I'm sure they didn't give up. A, did they give up? A, they gave up one hundred and thirty-five goals. <laughs> so I guess that's not terrible. One hundred and eighteen. But they've lost nine in a row, T-Dog. Buffalo's lost nine in a row. Uh, yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to throw this out there to my Couch Potato Head fans and just say that uh, Buffalo's not making the playoffs. <clears throat> it's very possible that they even trade players away to make some room for next, uh, next year because they're going to be on oh, a yeah, rebuild for sure. Oh, yeah. And then we're talking about the Vegas Golden Knights. They've played 32 games. They have 23 wins, eight losses, one overtime loss. They have 47 points. They had a battle this past week. They played two games on the road in Colorado, which I told you t Doug, in the beginning of the year, I said Las Vegas, Colorado and St. Louis would probably be put them in top three, any order you want. Minnesota's crept in there. They're actually playing really well as well. Playing really well as well, I guess, as if that's how you want to say it. Uh, Colorado is at 46 points total. Vegas is at 47 in first place. Colorado in second. And then you have Minnesota with 43 points. And in fourth place at 38 is St. Louis Blues with Arizona that have won three in a row. Minnesota's won three in a row. And Vegas has won one in a row. I'm telling you, man, it was a really good game. Uh, this past Saturday, the Golden Knights played um, Colorado. Now, last time they played Colorado, the Vegas Golden Knights lost five. I believe it was five to one. They weren't playing very well, and the following day, or the day after, they played Colorado again, and they actually won three to two in overtime. Baby, Max Pacioretty there you go again gets an overtime win, but I want to throw this out to you. T dog, tell me what you think. Um, All right, throw it at I me. Mean. Okay, so your top four in the Central is Tampa, Carolina, Florida, and Nashville. Right now, um, Tampa is on a tear. They're at fifty points. I believe they're leading the league uh, long along with the Washington Capitals. They're at fifty points. But uh, is there any any teams that are jumping out to you that you feel? Can compete with Vegas if they had to play each other in the playoffs. Have you watched much Vegas games at all, or any games at all?
1: Uh, yeah, I have. But when you say where, though, you're talking in the West, or
0: I'm talking if they had to play each other. Let's say that they're they're making it to the playoffs and they're in the playoffs. So now you're you're playing out of your division. Obviously, all these teams have been playing in their division, right? The mm-hmm. West and all that. Let's say it's it's Vegas against. Washington capitals or Vegas against Tampa Bay or you know one of the top let's just say Vegas over to the top of our so you got Toronto Washington Tampa how do you think they'll fare?
1: well I think if if it were me I'm thinking Tampa is going to fare well I mean you got find you've got to find somebody that's gonna score a lot, score a lot of goals right because Vegas does not give up a lot of goals. Yeah, um, I think they've actually given up the fewest goals, if I am not mistaken, in uh, the NHL. Right, I believe, or it's damn close. I know Boston's uh, was up there as well, but it, so Vegas, you've got to you've got to have a yeah. team that can get
0: seventy four goals.
1: Yeah, yeah. So uh, that to me, that would be a team like Tampa. Um, you know, yes, Washington as well. You know, they score a lot. Um, I yeah, I mean, if you are asking me if I think they they compete can compete with Vegas, of course I do. I certainly think that.
0: Yeah, but as far as Vegas goes, though, or any team in the East or West, I think it's going to be a battle. I just don't listen. Any of the fourth place teams that are coming in, I don't. I don't see a solid. I mean, your fourth. I, okay, I take that back. There's one. There's one. It's called Boston. I think that can that team can win at any given day. And they definitely can win a series. Any given series, um, as we said before, that the NHL East is just a brutal, brutal division. I mean, Boston's got thirty nine points. They've only oh they've only given up seventy three. So you're right, Boston actually gave up one less goal. They have seventy three, and Vegas okay. is at seventy four. Yeah, I know
1: when I looked at the. The line. I, I know Vegas was up near the top.
0: Yeah. So they were in, they were second. So yeah, these are two stingy defensive teams. They're not given, you know, actually, when the, when the Golden Knights lost five to one, I think that was the first time this whole year that they gave up five goals. And it was the first time this whole year they gave up four goals in the third period, which that is the period for the Golden Knights. They play very well in the third period. Obviously, they've, they've won all six of their overtime games. They're oh. 6-0. So Vegas has some depth. They have some skilled players. And, you know, maybe you can see Toronto. I I just don't see a lot well, who's, of...
1: Who's Boston's goalie? Is it still... Was it Tuca Rask or whatever the hell his name is?
0: I thought he opted out. Let me verify that real quick. But I thought he I opted
1: you not know, to verify it. i was just i'm just no, no 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 i'm i'm because saying because i they've got a good goalie and i mean i, I don't know yeah i t- going to i mean obviously as we start getting closer to the playoffs here
0: i think these uh so he is playing this April yeah so they see some yeah so like, he trades. he's played 15 games this tukarras is playing 15 games he's got eight wins four losses the other uh goalie for boston is Halleck. And he has, he's played 15 games and he has seven and five. So really, it looks like Tuka Rask is your guy in net. And I think, you know, I think, I think anybody has obviously a good chance of winning. But I can tell you this, dude. I can tell you that we have to do a little smack wagon. Oh, boy. Oh yeah! Can't
1: be, can't be me because I had Oh, great oh today. no, it can't,
0: it can't be you. We're throwing a little smack wagon out to the T Dog tonight. Um, I'm impressed with how tired he is. He's making little sleepy signs in the camera as I'm trying to I've discuss had a long hockey, weekend. baby.
1: It's time
0: for nine. Oh, I'm sorry. So we're gonna just uh, run him over. There we go. Now, if I only had Steve on right now, he can tell me how much of a cheat T Dog is on the golf course. No, He's called everybody else actually, off.
1: I I had a great round today. I crushed my driver on, on nearly every every shot.
0: What'd you Just end up shooting? It. Ninety-seven. That's really good for you.
1: That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, you're right. I shot a four, a fifty-one on the front, and a forty-six on the back.
0: That's really good.
1: And the fifty-one on the front. I had a 43 going in the last hole and I got a snowman. What? Yeah. And I'm oh, sorry. actually even better, I only lost one ball. No, that's not great. Not one sleeve, not one box, one ball which is unheard of for me. You see how much nicer it is when you actually hit the ball down in the middle of the fairway?
0: <laughs> right? Yeah. I I played today. I ended up having to finish uh a little little sooner than I wanted to. Um so we gave myself bogeys for the last like four holes. And I ended up shooting in 96. So it was one better than you. But, you know, who's counting? Who's bragging these days?
1: You you don't get to write in the last. Now, actually, I had to write in Steve's, Uh one of his scores, because he didn't even make it to the green. He lost his orange juice that he had for breakfast. (laughs) He had to go over to the tree and get rid of his orange juice, yakking it up.
0: Oh, really? He was a little little nauseated, huh?
1: Yeah, he was. I think he just got some bad OJ
0: from the McDonald's.
1: So we're gonna sue him. I think. We're going to to sue them. <laughs> Jeez. But um, so I gave him a bogey on that hole, and he said he would have birdied it. And I said, guess what? Even if you got a birdie, you still
0: lost. You no know what? T-Dawg. Let me tell you something, there, T dog. He's gotta go. He's gotta go to bed, my friends. So we're gonna end this night with a little bit of. Monday Morning Couch Potatoes outro. <laughs> You've been listening to Monday Morning Couch Potatoes. Visit our website at mondaymorningcouchpotatoes.com Don't forget to like, share and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you listen to this podcast. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at MMM Couch Potatoes. Listening to this podcast doesn't make you any smarter than you already are. The Monday Morning Couch Potatoes podcast is for general information purposes. Only, hey, couch potato fans, potato heads, thanks for listening.